0: Always trust your intuitive hunch if something feels off with spirit communication. This week on Tune In with Marcy, I explore psychic safety and discernment. I discuss what is psychic safety and discernment, why do they matter when we tune into our guides, what does the tone of psychic communication with a guide tell us. And what can our energy show us about our safety when we connect with guides, ancestors, and other than human unseen forces in life? I'm Marcy Moberg, and this is Tune In with Marcy, a podcast devoted to exploring what it means to reconnect to our intuitive nature. Hi, and welcome to Tune In with Marcy. I'm your host, intuitive coach and healer, Marcy Moberg, and I'm so grateful that you are here today. This week, I'm exploring the importance of psychic safety and discernment. I wanna start with a story. Many years ago, when I first started opening up to my intuitive abilities, I made a prayer. I asked the universe to open up to everything. And when I mean everything, I mean everything. I wanted to know all about the mysteries of life. I wanted to understand the different realms. I wanted to meet more guides and unseen forces in life. My enthusiasm was born from the growing connection with my spirit guides. I had assessed and completed healing on some of my past lives, and recognized that the more I opened up, the less I knew. The universe was like way more magical than I had realized, and that was really exciting. And if you're anything like me, anyone like me, you're also probably excited about that possibility as I'm telling this story. Well, this invocation or prayer led to some really wonderful shifts. For example, communication with my paternal grandfather's spirit since his passing strengthened. My encounters actually went from accidental to intentional. That means that I went from sometimes connecting to him to connecting to him when I wanted to. I also had the shift of meeting different guides and that led me to learn that guides fulfill different purposes, roles, and even lengths of relationship. So some guides are meant to be with us our entire lifetime, even multiple lifetimes. And some guides are meant to support us for a particular project. And I connected with some older magical powers like the Egyptian goddess Isis, which, by the way, I had no intention of doing, was not seeking, but of course, that was pretty magical. For some time, this opening felt really amazing. I felt full of inspiration and wonder until one day when my intuitive opening invited in some gnarly, not-so-helpful energies and beings. And it all started... When I woke up in the middle of the night from a presence in my room, it was about 3 a.m. and the presence felt big, foreboding, and like they were demanding my attention. My excitement for opening up led me to lean in to what was happening and be receptive, but the truth was that I had an intuitive hunch that this presence was not in alignment with my well-being. In other words, my desire to experience more overrode my inner knowing that this wasn't safe. Cracking way open to my intuition was like looking over the edge of a mysterious, deep, never-ending well. And my curiosity led me to, it's like I was tipping over the edge and then I just fell. And when I fell, I fell into the deep end. And this meant that these nightly visits actually continued to interrupt my sleep. And then over time, the visits at night became daytime visits. Uh, As you can imagine, I was struggling a lot and I was at a loss about what to do. Perspectives from different practitioners that I was seeking support from honestly didn't match my inner knowing and some of those were people I met with in person, like I met with one-on-one sessions, and some of them were uh, perspectives I saw online. And they said the following. One, everything is all love and light. Just shift your mindset and see what this being wants to communicate to you. By the way, I see that, that like idea, that concept show up in my client work a lot, and it's really problematic The second perspective is this experience was personifying my shadow and I needed to do do more inner work. My experience was like this big projection on a larger scale. Now, sometimes that makes sense, but I was doing a lot of inner work. So I knew without a doubt that that was really not what was happening here. And then there was a perspective that my trauma bubbled up to the surface, causing my nervous system to be hypervigilant. And this anxiety explained the, night, the, the nightly visitation feeling. Okay, definitely this triggered my trauma because some of my trauma is connected to nighttime. Definitely my nervous system was hypervigilant because of my trauma. However, what sparked this was not my trauma. What sparked this was this presence that was not in alignment and then that triggered my trauma. Making sense here? But this practitioner was saying, oh no, the trauma is that, like, it's all the trauma. No, that's not what was happening. And the fourth one was uh, my favorite. I'm being really sarcastic, not my favorite. I clearly wanted this, you know, this perspective was that I clearly wanted this gnarly energy in my life. Or at least that's what the law of attraction says. Otherwise, why would they be here, right? Um... None of these were true. (laughs) After I sorted through the noise of my self-doubt, because self-doubt is really what led me there. I was kind of stuck. I was kind of confused. But most of all, self-doubt is what led me to this place of just trying to find answers over and over and over again. And instead of like really at that time landing on a practitioner that could actually bring me back to my inner truth to sort through the noise and then skillfully guide me through that, the, these people were just giving me, well, their own stuff. <laughs> so, after I sorted through the noise of my self doubt, I, I leaned in to trust myself. And I knew that a being not in alignment with my well being was bothering me. And I needed to do something about it. And I needed to do something about it right now. So, I tuned into my guides and I decided to craft a ritual. I crafted a ritual with my guide support to reestablish my boundaries. And it was time to clarify that I no longer wanted to tune into everything and to clearly declare what I did want to tune into. This, by the way, is like my story is very common. I've seen versions of this come into my client work and into my classrooms many times And sometimes our excitement overtakes us and we open, it's like I talk about it as computer tabs. You open too many computer tabs. And when you open too many computer tabs, you're also opening too many computer tabs on the psychic plane, right? That's basically what happened. But I didn't like open too many computer tabs. I was just like, (laughs) forget the separate tabs. Let's just open everything, right? So it was clear for me to be like much more intentional metaphorically about which computer tabs am I opening, what am I open to, and what am I not? What am I closing it down? And taking stock of that. So I called on my trusted guides and powers and I asked them to close out portals that were opened by my unbridled enthusiasm. And I doubled down on learning about psychic safety and discernment. And what I learned, Came a lot from trial and error because what I discovered is that there was not a lot of sound advice about psychic safety and discernment. I might even say there wasn't complete advice about psychic safety and discernment. So I learned several really important truths from this experience. First, I learned that always trust your intuitive hunch if something feels off with spirit communication. I learned a lot of intuitives knew little about psychic safety and discernment, and that still is the case today. And solid advice on psychic safety was missing, honestly. So I became determined to change this. Hey there, Marcy here. I wanted to pop in and invite you to my upcoming free live event, Hear Your Inner Voice. It's happening on Thursday, June 10th at 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Pacific time. I don't do live events very often these days, so this is a really rare opportunity and you can learn from me live with a community of like-minded, sensitive people, which is amazing. And if you're anything like me, you definitely could use more community right now. In this masterclass, we will explore three common challenges that I have discovered time and time and time again over the years to hearing your intuition, and that is how to stop second-guessing your intuition, how to know the difference between your fear and your intuition, and how to hear your inner voice every day. Now, in this episode, I'm talking about guides, right? I'm talking about spirit guides, But in order for you to clearly hear and interact with your spirit guides, you need to know what your inner voice sounds like. My work is equal parts inspiring and practical, so you can expect the same in this masterclass. You can also expect time for me to answer questions and a little bit about my upcoming intuition program in case you want to dive deeper. Doors are opening soon to intuition uh, unlocked, and I'd like to give you the opportunity to hear more about that. The fun news is that I'm offering actually a special bonus to participants who attend the live event and want to join my Intuition Unlocked program. So you don't want to miss that. Sign up at marcymoberg.com forward slash masterclass. That's Marcymoberg.com forward slash masterclass. I'm looking forward to exploring this important topic together with you and circling up together live finally this summer. Let's now talk about what is psychic safety and discernment. So what is psychic safety? Psychic safety is connecting with your guides in alignment with your well-being. And this type of connection centers on us recognizing that we have agency and choice to feel grounded in our body, to make choices along the way and say yes or no which looks like, in in essence, maintaining awareness of our personal, subtle energy space. So we stay in touch with that energy space around us, with our aura. In other words, we embody our, our sovereignty. So what is discernment? Discernment goes hand in hand with psychic safety. In order for us to have true safety in our psychic encounters, we need discernment. While the internet defines discernment as, quote, the ability to judge well, I would like to bring more of a, we could say, spiritual lens to it. And that would be that I see discernment as uh, exercising discernment while connecting to our guides is the ability to decide what spirits are and are not in alignment with our well-being. So we could say something like, if psychic safety is the implementation, discernment is the set of principles to follow. I'm so passionate about this topic, so I devoted an entire section many years ago when I first developed the program on discernment in my Intuition Unlocked program, and this includes my favorite tips and principles for discernment and applies to who and who not to build relationships with on the spirit, ancestral, and unseen planes. But today, to get you started, I wanted to share two of my favorite tips. And if you feel excited to learn more, you can join Intuition Unlocked later this month. So first, my first tip for you is you wanna notice the tone of the communication. And by communication, I mean the connection, the communication, the interaction that's happening with a guide, with an ancestor, with a spirit, someone, something from the unseen realm. So notice the tone and ask yourself some really important questions like, is the spirit that you have tuned into approaching you with love? Do you feel supported? Do you feel like the connection is mutually supportive? Do you feel, so it's like, Do you feel supported? And then does the connection itself feel like both of you are supporting each other, right? Like in a healthy, healthy relationship. Or do you notice a authoritarian or bossy tone? Dream teacher Robert Moss suggests that we avoid potential harmful entities like the plague. His examples include any being with like a really, really dominating tone. And I couldn't agree more. In our human life, relationships with humans that act like this can become abusive. So why would the spirit world be different? Beings that seek to overpower us, they're a red flag, just like a human would be, right? They alert us to unhealthy dynamics and could lead to confusion or at worst abuse. So if you notice an uncomfortable tone, take a distance and or end the connection. The other thing I would add here is Not only if you notice an uncomfortable tone, but if you notice a confusing tone, maybe it's constantly changing. Also, I would take distance and or end the connection because it's it's important to at least take pause there. The second tip I have for you is to pay attention to your energy. And if you are a sensitive or an empath anywhere on that scale of sensitivity, you will know what I mean when I'm talking about some of these examples of energy. So I want you to consider the following questions. First, do you leave the conversation or the interaction with this guide, spirit, ancestor feeling loved, supported, empowered, or inspired? Do you leave feeling super drained of your energy level? Do you experience severe energy or mood swings after contact? This is all really, really important data and information. Pay attention to your energy over a period of time to track patterns. That's going to be the best way that you can see what's happening. There are some healthy experiences, for example, where exhaustion or emotions can come up that are completely natural. For example, contact with a guide that is here to support you to heal old wounds and maybe intergenerational ancestral trauma. And these cases, Healing the past is obvious and mutually agreed to, and so this kind of energetic impact is completely natural process. It would be natural for there to maybe be some fatigue. There would be natural for there to maybe be some emotions that bubble up. But if you more often than not are feeling drained or you struggle to stabilize your energy and emotional levels after you have a connection, you might need some support from a practitioner who specializes in intuitive contact, and they can help you skillfully navigate this really tricky terrain. This is something that I do sometimes with clients in my one-on-one work, my mentoring work. Or on the other hand, if you're really clear, like you you have a sense of what's actually happening, then instead, I wanna invite you to honor the red flag and have stronger boundaries. Don't get into the trap of thinking, well, this could change, well, this could change, well, this could change if you have this clarity that something's off, right? Going back to the story I shared at the beginning, that was kind of like where I was. I kept overriding myself and doubting myself when it was really clear to me all along that there were some red flags and I needed to create stronger boundaries. Connecting with guides and ancestors that support our well-being can be really, really powerful and can lead... To some big transformation, so I'm not sharing all of this to discourage you from connection. I mean, that's not how I live on a daily, regular, weekly, etc. basis. Like connecting with my guides and my ancestors is a part of how I live, and it's also what I teach my students and my uh, one-on-one clients who want to open up to that intuitive work. So. This is not to dissuade you from that. This is to give you a roadmap of how you can do that successfully and in alignment with your well-being and in what I would say is a more trauma-sensitive pathway. So connecting with your guides, they can really lead to some amazing shifts like personal, intergenerational, ancestral, and even past life healing, uh, insights and inspiration for our lives, greater alignment with our personal path deeper sense of belonging, this is a huge one that I see can be healing in and of itself to really actually expand your sense of belonging. In other words, connecting with the the right intuitive connections can be really, really wonderful. And in order for these connections to be healthy, we need psychic safety and discernment. So if you would love to dive deeper into this topic, I would love to have you join me at my upcoming free live event, I rarely do live events these days, so this is a really special opportunity, and it's called Hear Your Inner Voice. And that's happening on Thursday, June 10th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time. We will explore obstacles to connecting with our intuition, some of the most popular ones like fear versus intuition, how to overcome your self-doubt, along with my favorite lessons that I've learned along the way. And I'm also going to take a little bit of time to share more about Intuition Unlocked in case you wanna go deeper and uh, dive into that program. And I have an entire section, as I mentioned, in that online program devoted to discernment and psychic protection because I'm so passionate about it. If you wanna join me and and other communities of sensitive people who are like-minded and you're feeling hungry for a community right now like me, then you can sign up for the masterclass at marcymoberg.com forward slash masterclass. That's Marcymoberg.com forward slash masterclass. Okay, lastly, I really, really love to hear from podcast listeners and I've received amazing questions from podcast listeners. I've received topic suggestions and I receive notes from people when they really, really resonate with an episode. So if any of that is you and you loved this episode, I would love to hear from you. And one way you can do that is take a screenshot of you listening to the episode and then tag me on Instagram at Marcy Moberg. That lets me know that you listened, that lets me know that you enjoyed the episode and also shares the love and lets other folks in your community and network uh, know that this show exists too. I can't wait to hear what you think. Well, that's all for this week. Until next time, I will leave you as always with my personal mantra, and that is being you takes courage. Thank you so much for tuning in today with me on my podcast, Tune In With Marcy. I hope you loved this episode and it enriches you as much as it has for me to create it. If you enjoyed the podcast, I would be so grateful for you to hop on over to Apple Podcasts, share your rating, and leave a review ideally five stars that way more people can find this podcast which would be wonderful make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode and you can always learn more about me and my work at my website www.marcymoberg.com that's my first and last name.com until next time remember being you takes courage lots of love